devs of the, of the wizards. You know what I mean? Yep. With a scum. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the VR Crewcast episode two for 2023. Pretty proud of uh, making the second week in a row. It's, uh, it's quite impressive. How you doing, boys? How is everyone? You all good? What's up? What's up? Yo. What's up? I, I feel a little slighted. I didn't get a Nintendo New York shirt from Mash. <laughs> I, I, I guess he wasn't really thinking of me. Are so. you like? I didn't know you were a huge Nintendo fan. I'm no, joking. No, I'm joking. If, had, like, an Elden, if they had like an Elden Ring store or like a World of Warcraft store, I absolutely would have gotten. It's, you something. it's just the proof, Mash, that you have a you do have a heart of gold. You are such a good guy, dude. So. Mash is I, the best. Hey, hey, everybody! I wasn't here last week. I'm so excited to be back here this week. I show up in the chat. Mash, Daddy, cool. It's like, oh, by the way, Alex, I was at the nintendo store in new york and i got you something we able like, to get <laughs> what a oh, sweetheart yeah hang on i gotta go get it hang on yeah so uh, you know i eric is amazing dude his wife stephanie is also super amazing and i'm pretty sure she's the catalyst here for making this incredible piece of merchandise happen for me this is mash mrs mash oh that's so good that's awesome that's sick dude i am going to be rocking that thing Thank you, bro. Mash Daddy, cool, ladies and gentlemen. That is that is awesome. That, is that really was just cool. it was you, you know. It was I was like, actually, I told you it was my wife. Yeah, that's <laughs> my wife is awesome. That's that's what helps. Better half is what they call those. Yeah, that's right. Better half. But, but GT, you went to the Nintendo store in New York. It's a freaking cool place, right? It's like three store. It's like three stories of Nintendo. The best bit about it is they have um, like a Nintendo history section, don't they? Of every console they've ever released. Wow, and we've so, uh, I think there's games and controllers. It's all there in like a, a double sided stand, a glass stand, and yeah, it's ins- it's fucking insane. Just to swear I can, it was insane. Like for me personally, um, because yeah. most of them I haven't got them anymore, but I've held them and used them in the past or owned them. Yeah, it was amazing. So it was. Dope. I mean, e- even their ba- even the bags you get are freaking like kick ass. They had a link one, but I didn't get it. I got the Nintendo. Yeah, GT and I both have that Link one, and like we can't bring ourselves to throw it away. It's because we're hardcore fans. Like super nice. Yeah, they also have a Game Boy in there that basically had a bomb dropped on it in like the Persian Gulf War or something like that. Yeah, that's right. And it still works. It's on in there. It's like the Mm. the plastic is like melted off the sides, and there's like Tetris rolling on it. It's like holy crap. That's cool. (laughs) They don't make them like they used to. Nope. (laughs) I think Xbox just ruined everyone's like. Um, trust in hardware, didn't it? Really? Oh yeah. 360, the three sixty red ring of death. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. You've been I had like, one of those. Yeah, I think everyone had a red ring. Red ring. <laughs> everyone's mm-hmm. ring. Red was, everyone's uh, ring has been red at some point. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, let's do some. Uh, let's do some uh, hellos to everyone who's here. So we've got uh, Wes and Roots from Virtual Strangers. How you doing, boys? You good? Doing well, sir. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm very tired, but extremely happy. So that's that's good. That's good. It's been a good day. Um, next up, we've got Alex and Skiba from Between Realities. How you doing? Yo. Uh, how are you? <laughs> he just said how he is. I'm good. He's extremely oh. happy, but he's tired oh, yeah. and he's okay. happy. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad you're happy. I'm glad you're happy. I'm happy too. I'm not usually like really, really happy, happy to be here, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty well, happy. But somebody has a PlayStation VR too. So, you know, kind of, oh, yeah. To be yeah, I know, right. One of those. About? I'd be, I'd be miserable. If I <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't even say the name. <laughs> no, that's right. Next up, we got Eric from QCC Gamer. How you doing, dude? 
What is up, fellas? I love me. I just love this part of the day, man. I just love getting in here and talking to all you guys and uh, and seeing everybody's happy faces. I miss you guys every week. Oh, yeah. I wish I could send you a virtual hug. Oh, definitely. I love doing in person soon. I love your background. Yeah, it's growing, man. It's, it's growing. Very impressive. It's growing. I can't wait to add my PlayStation VR two to the collection. Uh, I don't think I'll be getting. And there's another one that dropped today. We'll talk about. I don't know if I'll be getting that one. But... Oh bullshit. Bullshit! You're gonna get it, no, dude. I want that thing, man. If I gotta buy it, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to jump no. into it too soon. We do yeah. need to talk about Big Screen Beyond. Um, next up, who's gonna help us talk about Big Screen Beyond? Is sadly it's Bradley. How you doing, sir? Hi, I'm doing. I'm doing okay. He's doing all right. <laughs> I'm doing all right. He's just in the crosshairs of some of the biggest people in VR right now. He's he fine. really is. Such a troublemaker. Mm-hmm. Such a troublemaker. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't make him cry. He's sensitive. <laughs> and next up, we've got... First time Ed- this week, so it's we've fine. Got- <laughs> we've got uh, Eddie Lee from uh, Funktronic Labs. How you doing, sir? Good, good. Thank you for having me here. Very excited dude. to be here. Yeah, dude. Well, like, we, we, Some of us have played your game. I know a lot of people have seen trailers for your game, uh, The Light Brigade. So yeah, we just wanted to get you on uh, to chat about... I don't know, dude. The, the basically development pro, uh, process, you know, what you wanted to, what you wanted players to feel when they played this game. Um, and I, I personally want to know about the graphical art style. Uh, I really enjoyed that side of it. Um, and I don't know if you want to dive into talking about Light Brigade now, boys. We can do if you want to, because I know Wes has played it, and I knew his reactions um, before he played it. Like, what, what did you think of the game, Wes? The Light Brigade. What, how would you describe it, even? Well, I mean, the way everyone who seems to watch the trailer wants to describe it is in Death Unchained, but with guns. And I can see that to an extent because the addiction is very similar to that addiction you get when you start playing in death. But that's an oversimplification, right? Because there's so much more to, to how you progress, progress your character, progress your weapons. It's a lot more nuanced uh, on that end than a game like in death is. And um, beyond that, I really love how they, uh, with regards to the combat specifically, uh, how they blend realism and fantasy, right? Because the guns are all real guns. They have very realistic action, sounds, and so on. But then you can augment them with magic, which just kind of, I mean, we haven't really, I haven't, I can't think of another game that does anything like that. No, Super so cool, man. Yeah, talk talk to us, Eddie. What was what is the what is the premise of the Light Brigade? What is it's the premise started off like back then when we first conceived the idea about four years ago. You know, I was playing a lot of Dark Souls, a lot of shooters, a lot of roguelikes, and it's kind of like this mashup a lot of interests that I was kind of engaged in. And I got really deep into the Dark Souls like vibe, the whole storytelling and the whole dark fantasy element, it was so compelling to me. Um, with the Light Brigade, you know, just like how Dark Souls was kind of a dark fantasy interpretation of like medieval times. We wanted to do like a dark fantasy interpretation of like historical World War One era. Yes. So you had a lot of like realistic, like I really loved, you know, like those old guns, those old bolt action, like Car 98s, you know, all those guns are really cool. Uh, but also wanted to infuse some kind of fantasy elements, you know, and, and with VR specifically, just like how, you know, guns have like a really high, precise, like aiming feel to it. You know, magic has this very like visceral, natural, like gestural element to it. And we kind of want to mix both of them 
into like one concept. I think you've done that very well um, with the attachments to the guns and stuff. So this is to do with Charge of the Light Brigade, the actual. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like uh, that poem specifically was very inspirational. You know, there's actually an album called The Light Brigade 2. It's kind of like an EDM album that I used to listen to quite a lot. And I kind of imagined these fantasy scenarios in my mind for for quite a while before we actually started this game so it's it's been a long time coming for sure nice and what made you go down the road like road of this like is, is there someone in the team or who made that decision and also why vr in general like why did you guys want to go into vr and have you developed any other vr games and apologies if you had and i didn't know about it but yeah no worries we've i mean we've been in vr for quite a for this generation starting 2015 you know, we, we started off with a game called Cosmic Trip, which is like StarCraft in VR. And then we Brad's made... nodding like, his head, dude. Like, he knows what that is. <laughs> yeah, I think... I, I wasn't Bradley, around then. Yeah, Bradley made a video a while ago, too. Uh, that, that's kind of our first Genesis title. And then we just kept making different titles. Like, we made a game called Fuji, which is very, like, artsy-fartsy, like, game about plants. And then this one, we just, like... We've, everyone in the company plays shooters. We all play roguelikes. Everyone's so obsessed with Dark Souls. You know, why don't we just make a game that's like hyper focused on a lot of our interests? So, all converged to Light Brigade. The, the roguelike aspect aspect of this game is what really gets me. I mean, I love the art style. It's super good. Like it's it's such a cool art style to the way this game looks. But to me, it's that roguelike element of that going into the game, building your character, having to lose, having to build yourself, come back. You know, the the upgrades that you can get in game and those decisions you have to make. Like you get these crates that you just have to like make a decision and you have to like that's going to affect the current run you're in and however way you go, whether you go with a power-up or whether you go with a health or whether you go with, you know, however you want to play. Like Wes, when he plays, he is very proactively looking to build health. And to me, I'm like way more aggressive and I'm always looking for the more powerful weapon or the more powerful attachment. Um, so that's really what draws me in. This game has that one more hook. Like, I want to play one more. Like, you get, you die, and you're like, oh, man, I got so far. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I got to start all the way back again. You're really like, all right, just one more. Just one more. And you keep but, doing that, man. So it's such a good hook for you guys. But when you when you die, you're kind of happy you die because now you get to go and upgrade, right? You get to upgrade your gun. You get to unlock new features. And then you get to go back and avenge your death. Um, super cool. I was just going to say, you've um, I do a lot of playtesting of games, and you guys have created a very good reason to play some games completely miss that mark they're too busy trying to make something really cool in some way and then you get to play it and you're like but why do i need to keep playing this what's the reason behind it and your game's got obviously multiple classes can you tell us what the classes are or is that still a bit of a do you want people to figure that out as they unlock them because personally i only know of two so uh yeah, we have quite a few. We have the basic rifleman, the standard soldier. We have like the SMG assault class. We have a sniper at the end, which oh, is my favorite one. Really? So each oh. shot requires a bolt. It's a car 98. Um, oh yeah. Hell yeah. Each it is. One requires a bolt. It's, it was my favorite PUBG gun. So I, I, I really wanted it to be there. Um, yeah. Regarding the roguelike, you know, we've like, I play a lot of roguelikes just because like I have, I have like a daughter now and I can't be playing these 200 hour like jrpgs anymore <laughs> uh so I, I constantly kind of dive into these like 20 minute sessions and i also feel like like oculus once told us like a statistic about like ga vr gamers kind of jump in around 45 minutes this is like a few years ago i think it's elevated to about an hour now 
And you know, these like long story games always have this like really awkward, like, okay, do I just stop now and continue like later, you know? And we kind of built this game around that like ideal VR play length of like 45 minutes until the player generally fatigues. And then, um, yeah, we kind of constructed it around that play. So anyway, people jump in, maybe they get one run in, two runs in, they, you know, they die, they feel good take a break and then they could come back in later again you've also got it on all formats which is quite quite an impressive feat for a developer um how big is the team oh we're about 10 people no way oh, that's incredibly small <laughs> you guys are killing yeah. it you're 10 we're, we have 10 and it's been like i do a lot you know i do like i did the creative direction I do some of the graphics, some of the game design. I even like clean the toilets in this office. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. You gotta wear all the hats, man. <laughs> CEO and CEO and in intern is what I position myself. CEO and intern. That's good. <laughs> GT, you mentioned that uh this game like has the reason, right? Like I and I agree with you. There are a lot of games out there that you're like, wait a second, why though? Like, yeah. why am I dumping all the time? And so what is that reason? Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Yeah, I'm I think not, there's like. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Are you asking me? Or uh, sorry, oh, go ahead. Probably, I'm asking whoever's got the answer. You're better qualified <laughs> to answer it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, I mean, there's like a skill-based aspect to it where you just wanted to be a better like shooter. You know, shooters are really good, even without any like meta progression. You just want to aim better and just have better kill shots. So that for a lot of gamers or VR gamers is is a pretty good incentive. But we layer a bunch of stuff on like meta progression, the soul system leveling up, and just trying to get people back in and also unlockable classes. Yeah. Um, in the future, we're going to add way more shit too. So we're, we're just trying to keep people kind of engaged in the game and just like keep improving their skill. Cause even with traditional roguelikes, you, even without meta progression, you, you just want to be better. You know, in our game, we actually have meta progression elements too. So it's to stream them along like future game. loops. But you can get roguelite, roguelites wrong. People do all the time. Like roguelite is like, it's it's a funky thing because it's it sits on an edge because if you do it right it can be one of the best games you ever played but if you do it wrong it can be a maddeningly frustrating yep. you know repeat die repeat you're like i don't want to do this anymore and it's just yeah. frustrating so you know i know you guys are giving yourself enough credit as to how this is a good roguelike because i just saw somebody saying in chat i didn't like roguelikes before until i did like mother gunship forge or some of those other games because there are a lot of them out there that you just don't do well just don't, they just don't do it well but so yeah i think you guys have the hook and you just have to have something about it and i think progression is a big part of it yeah progression and accessibility which i imagine vr even makes that a little bit harder as well um to make that accessibility uh quick shout out to vr zano thank you ever so much for the ten dollar donation he says and this is to everyone in chat thank you for all being here by the way he says would love to know which of you guys pre-ordered the psvr2 and this is to us as well uh i'm on that gt7 hype train Whoop. cheers from brazil thank you dude <laughs> so who has pre-ordered the psvr2 here i think we all did thank you everybody Yep. Eddie's got and, like five and of I bought a physical <laughs> copy of GT7. <laughs> got yes. an eBay GT7 on the way. Oh, actually, yeah, I already nice. have it, so I'm ready for it. It would take an army to keep me away from the PSVR2. Oh. Or just March, or just the month of March, Skiba. We'll keep you away yeah. from your two. I know. I'm actually going to be out of town. I'm leaving for a work trip on the on February 20th. 
So oh, my oh, PSVR two like, might be showing up. While Mate, I would I'm never. Away. I couldn't go. Oh, that's oh, even worse. I'd quit. <laughs> Call in sick. Call in sick. Wes is I'd going quit on vacation. No time. I'd quit. For <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going You're, to Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. 20, I heard your story 24th. yesterday, Wes. I'm like, what is she crazy? Your wife? What are you going anywhere near the Feb near February twenty? Anything? <laughs> Watch though, it's not going to show up until like the twenty sixth or something. Oh god, oh, that's my email. What I'm my email. For. My email does say that it will ship sometime between the 22nd and the 28th. If it's the oh, 28th, wow. I'll cry like a little girl. Mm -hmm. I swear to God, I will. So what's the deal, Wes? You guys didn't get enough Vegas at CES? You need to go back she, already? She didn't. She didn't. I think we're going to go back in a couple months. Well, I'm no not really way. going next week. She she talked about it. I was like, you, you know, I got a package coming, right? And then, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know who else has a package coming? Hey, uh, let us know. We'll, I'll, I'll, sh I'll shoot over to Vegas and come say hi to you if you're going to be there. It's like a four-hour drive, like one-hour flight. Mm -hmm. Pretty easy to do. Oh, yeah. man. Oh. Well, you know it, bro. Nice. Um, just to uh, – I know some people are talking about PSVR 2 and stuff. So, Eddie, can we talk about um, the PSVR 2 version of the Light Brigade? Is it using uh, any eye-tracking features or dynamic foveated rendering or headset haptics? In what way are you using those features? Yeah, for the PSVR 2 version, the the enhanced features that we have enabled are head haptics. So when you get a headshot or you, any kind of magical effects, you kind of feel it. It's really cool. I really like it. Uh, yeah. The HD haptics on the triggers, so things, you know, the gun has a very specific, like, threshold where it feels like you're shooting. So yeah, the that adaptive really triggers. Cool. Yeah. Um, what else? There's we, we don't have eye tracking, although we are kind of planning a patch. There's, there's a lot of things we want to add, you know, based on what... <laughs> the community wants. Uh, one of it is we're definitely going to add like foveated rendering, maybe add some eye tracking in it if, if it's, if it helps and a bunch of other things too. We've um, yeah, with comparison to the quest two version, the PSVR has like, you know, dynamic shadows, like HDR bloom. Uh, we have like volumetric fog, just a bunch of like things that the quest two can run, <laughs> but we really wanted it in there, you know? So but what I've seen um, the quest two version, the quest, the quest two version still <laughs> looks impressive. Yeah, thanks. I mean, the because we're a small team, we had to go towards like a stylized look rather than like a photorealism. Yeah. So we we try to make it feel look good regardless of you know like these these fancy effects. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Good stuff. At AWE, I did a uh, Toby eye tracking demo where they had like the the eye tracking throwing. Mm. Would love to see more of that. Like chucking a grenade mm. and it goes to where your eyes are focused when you release. That it feels so good. It's awesome. Curious if it felt natural, because usually you don't you don't really look at you know you don't follow through where you throw, or maybe you follow through but you don't look at it. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, basically, I liked you, it. You, fight, you fire and forget a lot of the time. So yeah, you don't fire and then watch where it's going to go afterwards. You know what I mean? Well, Especially no, you look and you chuck it and then you keep cruising, but yeah. it goes where <laughs> your eyes were when you let go of it. Oh, right. Okay. You know? That's cool. Oh, yeah. okay. That's yeah, so I like, I look, I throw that. It's not like I like keep moving my eyeballs around and the grenades <laughs> like flying through the air in a circle. <laughs> like you look and just throw and then you can keep cruising, but it went like where you were focusing and I think that feels really natural and really good because I'm definitely looking at something when I'm aiming at it. Like if I'm going to play like a carnival game where I throw the ball at the milk jugs, you know, like you're looking at the milk jugs the whole time so anyway i would love to see you guys play around with that that's that's a mechanic that i think really really works with eye tracking okay yeah. nice 
can i just take the moment to like i know we're we're signal boosting the new game but like um as a vr boomer i i really have enjoyed all of Funktron funktronics labs uh vr games like we were talking about um cosmo uh cosmic trip and like especially fuji if you have like a valve index like fuji is like such a weird experience like i feel like everyone should try those so um yeah tr try out their games they're all really good i have to say i think i think they're both on uh or at least were on viveport infinity as well if, if i'm not mistaken is that right i think it is uh yes sir, I yeah they were i don't know if now but they were <laughs> <They're> <laughs> <on> Steam, though <laughs> That was Brad's thing to try and get a free key. I reckon that was his. Uh... I think so. <laughs> I, I love I, your game. I, I have both. I have both of them already. I, I mean, it's it's been in my library, especially the Cosmic Trip since uh, day one of the vibe. I think so. Dude, I, I see. I know you're not like playing VR games much at the moment, but if you had a copy of Light Brigade, would you would you play it and then let us know what you think of it? I think. I think they. I, I think he's already set me up with it. I just haven't had time yet to check it out, but um, I'm sure it's. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play it this week before it came out. I almost forgot. So I'm glad that we had, had Eddie on the show to remind me. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And uh, yeah, so it's a, uh, a pre-order, isn't it? On At the moment, is it pre-order on all systems or just PSVR 2 or is it in Steam? Quest 2. Quest 2 and PSVR 2. Nice. Not Steam. Not Steam. Okay, man. Yeah. The, uh, the art style scale. of this game is cool too, by the way. I just want to know if we really hit on the art style and how you guys did this game, but... And this game is beautiful the way that's done inside the inside the headset and uh i can't wait to try it on all the platforms thank you yeah we've we wanted the players to feel dank you know like so made the atmosphere the everything like really heavy you know it's like very solemn very poetic so we turned up a lot of the, the fog effects and just made it really feel like very thick you know i really like uh, i really sorry gomez you're probably about to say the same thing uh th there's two things that really stick 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 out like immediately when you get in the game first of all is kind of like the 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 cold sparkle effect and all the frozen things yes mate. and yeah. then um the, uh, it's like you read my mind sometimes <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that that blows me away every time i look at it are the uh the tarot cards where they have that depth oh, to the them 3d effect and them. they float yeah. around Beautiful. your hand i, love I was gonna that. say how yeah. much can we can we say everything i mean i don't even know how much we can even say but go ahead go ahead yeah it's all it's all good well, i mean yeah. the the 3d effects in the game the color the color contrast in the game is beautiful oh, where it's, stunning. it's not it's not like it's black and white but you see very dulled colors but then there's vibrant colors sticking into it too so it there's so much contrast in the environment and and um you know, I, I don't like to compare a lot of games, but it definitely reminds me of In Death Unchained this very much. This game, it it just has a vibe to it that's very much like that. But the you know the gunplay too is so damn good. Like you're using like World War II era weapons, but they feel perfect. The you know the the um the M1 Grand that you get has that freaking ping, man. When the when the cartridge is empty and you hear that ping, it has it. It has everything that makes you feel like you're really shooting a gun which is fantastic yeah thank you we spent a lot of time just making the gun feel good you know a lot of games you know when you grab a gun it just parents to your hand and you feel this like very empty fakeness to it you know we spent a long time just trying to add like all the rotational uh inertia and the recoil it's all physics based so you know vr is not just like a 
monitor on your face. I think it's like an interaction platform. So you really need to make these like interactions mm -hmm. feel real. And a lot of it is just about having things with mass and inertia. So we, we focus a lot on making that feel good. I think you've done a great job of that as well. And yeah, Wes, I was going to say like, when I first played that game and I looked at the floor and I saw the glistening in the snow and stuff, I was like, damn, this is amazing. And then you see like, I think the, the art you've used for your or your artwork for for the the cover behind you, it's a really good representation of the game. Like, it was very hard for me not to use that as a thumbnail because it's just so fucking cool that oh, <laughs> I love it, you know. And and as as you said, when you see that starlight kind of thing or whatever it is that comes off, yeah, it's a it's a beautiful game. I think it's a really beautiful game, and it's also it not sounds like, awesome. It's really good, man, and it's also not really hardware demanded, is it? Really, um. I thought it was pretty, pretty generous on like PC when I was going through it. It was only using like forty percent, like GPU and stuff at max settings. Um, the question is: Is the PlayStation VR two ten percent faster than the thirty? <laughs> I saw that in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Just say yes, Eddie. Just say yes. Everyone. It, it only uses thirty percent <laughs> on the PS five. That's right. It runs one twenty reprojected. Oh. Um, I think our upcoming patch we're going to boost the render scale and turn on foveate. I think that would make it a lot nicer too. So could it get it in for launch, but we're, you know, we're having this like really super aggressive post launch update cadence with content improvements and just a bunch of stuff that we'd want to keep rolling in regularly. So yeah, I expect the game to just keep getting better uh, post-release. Nice. What's what about, sorry. I was gonna, Cyan VR asked a couple of times in uh, chat if, if there's a story um, or how, how deep the story is, if there is one to this. Yeah, our narrative designer, his name is David. You know, we wrote this huge, like, 100-page, uh, like, Google uh, slide deck of the whole story and how everything, like, fits together. But the way it's manifested is very, like, minimal and poetic. It's kind of like Dark Souls, you know, where, like, they would say these obscure lines, and it's kind of up to you to fill up these things with your imaginations. Um, Seems like a so, lot of uh, lore, right? Yeah, they're each... each element has like a reason and lore to it but the way it's manifested is is leaves a lot for the imagination it's, it's, it's kind of what i enjoyed what year is the game set in uh it's kind of set in like historical world war one right between world one war two early 1900s you know? yeah yeah nice cool 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 i want to play it on playstation vr me Hell too yeah, me too i want to play on every platform yeah. maybe you can uh, reach out to your crew cast buddies and, and get them into the game. You know what I mean? Let, let me in. Let me in. Let me in. I want to be part of this. I want a piece of this pie. Yeah, I do. Yeah. You got to wear, when we get VR crew cast t-shirts, you can just like show it and get free games. Like, all right. Yeah, we're that's getting, it. We're, we're getting t-shirts? Wait a minute. Hold on. Nobody told me we're getting t-shirts. Yeah. That was a part of the original plan. It was. He's been dragging his feet. It was. It, we're all going to have different, different kind of t-shirts. That was the idea. So every window. I don't know if there's ever been a game show that does that, but. I thought it'd be pretty cool for everyone because Bradley took pink or purple, I think, pretty quick. Um, Nobody wants yellow, though. Did no one want yellow? No one wanted green because they'd be invisible. Um, yeah, green's... <laughs> yeah. I'll take green. I don't have a green screen. I'll take green. Take green, dude. Take green. <laughs> it was the best Power Ranger. I thought it was white. I thought white was the best one. But then someone told me it was green, which was the same guy, I believe, if I remember Power Rangers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, green was just a badass. He didn't give a shit about anything. Really? Yeah, white's like a white knight, you know. Now he's all good and shit. But the green one, man, don't mess with that guy. You got a dark side, Alex. You mm -hmm. want you want the bad guy in a way a little bit. <laughs> you know, 
a little bit. <laughs> the anti-hero. <laughs> yeah. Only to mix it up. I hear that. I hear that. So let's start talking about everyone's uh well we don't actually we're talking about PSVR two anyway. Uh, I know everyone in my Discord was like chatting about they're all getting their emails, um, they're all making payments, but you guys even brought it up earlier that the delivery date, you pay I think you pay on the seventeenth. It's almost like confirming your pre order. On the seventeenth the money goes out and then they're saying um it will be delivered to you between the twenty second and the 27th but i'm sure someone said to me in my discord earlier that they're getting they're gonna get they think it's being dispatched definitely on the 21st and i don't I know the it, 20th i hope so yeah some somebody said the 20th in one of our uh things i don't know what that's based on but that's what uh, i'm saying if they're not taking any money what's how are they getting the next step or, or have people been to the money already gone but well, you just said that the money didn't you just say the money comes out on the 17th? Yeah, what you said, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's... So, how do they know the next step of right the dispatch date? Because my email doesn't have a dispatch date on it, just Man, says that... mine doesn't either. No, yeah, maybe through previous you uh, experience. You're about to have two of these things. Sorry, you're about to have two of these things. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Whoa! Like, what, what's happening here? That's how You're I can have... achieve 4K instead of 2K. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I can turn sideways and put one yeah. on each eye. Horizontal. Yeah. I've got FOV of 220. <laughs> yeah. Like, how does that work? Because I, I don't know if I would do. That'd be like an instant cancel, probably for me, right? So, actually, I don't know. Maybe I want the second one. You can give it to a friend or do a giveaway or something, it's, or have it's... two in your house unfortunately alex unfortunately i don't know what i'm going to do at the moment because money is not my friend um right. be, being self-employed <laughs> so, yeah. um but it's not cheap it's not no. well actually it seems a little I cheaper today than it did yesterday huh yeah right. <laughs> well. no, I, I actually it's weird now i'm in a position i can't say anything yet yeah but anyway yeah i yeah i can't actually say much you can't say oh, anything. you lot can you don't can speculate. Still, still, we knew it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I saw an email from Sony that said um, that uh, the headset ships when your payment comes out. But I, I feel oh. like what will usually happen is, um, is they'll get estimates on the shipping and try to send it out when it'll, you know, either so things don't come before the twenty second, right? So. I am literally going to be sitting at my door on the 22nd. I'm just going to have some water. A snack. I'm just going to sit there and just wait. Well, whatever <laughs> you do, don't look out the window um, because I'm totally not going to be sitting right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 it, it, oh, it just stares at me every day. It's like, oh my God. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something else. But let's talk about the next steam vr headset to be released today as like big news that i've seen because the form factor of it is absolutely insane um it's called big screen beyond i believe uh what you got for us brad what information have you got because i know you've actually tried it there's a picture of you drinking a can of soda <laughs> that everyone saw yeah yeah uh i'm very well known for drinking soda so <laughs> good that, that got out there um anyway uh yeah so Big screen, if you don't know who they are, they've been uh, around the resurgence of consumer VR since really like the beginning, like HTC Vive, Oculus Rift, and they've been 
purely software company uh, providing a social VR movie theater experience where they would license movies, um, you know, an actual movie theater, you would go in VR basically uh, legally without any weirdness for that. But um, yes, uh, they decided uh, the past few years that they wanted to get into the hardware business, which first of all, I want to just take a moment to say how freaking hard it is to do hardware especially you're like only done software in the past so um it's kind of amazing whenever any project like this gets to the point where they can announce and do pre-orders just wanted to just wanted to say that real quick it's a lot of work yeah so the uh the main thing about this headset is uh well it's tiny uh they advertise it like 130 grams i believe or like this is 130 180 uh well, yeah, grams. Something. Yeah, 127 grams. Perfect. Got to upgrade here now. Um, that is without the wire and the... the, the Just the showing everyone back. a picture of it, Brad, all right, for a second. Yeah. It's got to be super... It's, even th those have to be super light, too. So even with those things on there, it's still got to be so light. Yeah, I think it's around 200 grams with the at least the head strap on and um, you know the wire as well. So it's it's super light. And the other interesting thing about it, that maybe for some people don't like this about it. I, I see a lot of <laughs> discussion about it online. Um, is when you when they send you the order or the email that you want to get your order made and shipped, you have to do a 3D uh, face scan with an yeah. iPhone that has a face ID scanner because you need that short range LIDAR to actually do an accurate enough one. And they custom mold the facial pad so it will contour, contour perfectly to the area around your eyes and everything. And um, I will say I was very skeptical of this gimmick when I first heard of it. But uh, every time I've they've, they've printed one out for me, I was like, this is actually a really enticing thing to have for, the, for this headset, honestly. It's, VR, it's a good gimmick. VR can be very personal, so it really makes sense. You know, you might lend yeah. a headset out to people around, but it's you using it predominantly all the time, so... It's very cool. Yeah. Is, and I is think... that is that even possible though? Like, I mean, how many headsets do they think they're gonna sell if they're gonna make one directly for every person? Yeah, they're not gonna sell many. So that's what I was about <laughs> to get into. Um, this is a one thousand dollar headset, and that's just HMD, and it requires lighthouse tracking. So unless you're already in the ecosystem, you gotta buy two base stations, which are like around one fifty dollars each. Usually, you want two at the very least. So that's $300 added on top and it doesn't come with controllers. So again, if you don't have Vive Wands or uh, Valve Knuckles, that's probably another 250 to $300 as well. So this is definitely an enthusiast product. Has I you mean, got speakers? Does no, not no, have speakers. Not with okay. okay. You, you can buy the, there's, there's an extra band that you can buy separately that has yeah. an audio system in it, but who knows how good that is. So the thing is, it looks tiny. like it's from the future, though, to be fair. Like, that... It looks incredible. Um, it looks awesome. Yeah. This is... I did a video about this as well. Um, and basically, at the end of the video, just to spoil it all, I was saying <laughs> at the beginning of this rant that this is like a startup that was able to build this and, and, and make this. Um, it uses micro OLED screens, which is something that has become a meme for my community and, and channel. I've been talking, I've been ranting about this technology, getting in headsets for a couple of years now. Uh, and it uses pancake optics. And you can see, this is not, I mean, it, it's hard to say these are off the shelf displays or anything, but a startup's not gonna be able to do any custom stuff with displays. They're not gonna be able to 
get the things easier. But startup was it was able to manage to do something like this. Imagine what the big companies are working on with the same sort of components and stuff that is in the near future or at least within the next couple of years. Because I, 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 I do see this as like a very big hint to what's to come from the big players as well. It's just, you know, big screen, they're just kind of getting out there market first is basically what they're trying to do here. So, yeah. I mean, what happens... If- Oh, sorry. What happens if you're sane and you have an Android instead of an iPhone? <laughs> because I, I would never own another iPhone. I've had borrow one your girlfriend or wife's. Yeah, I don't have either. So <laughs> it's funny because the website. I, I think I saw someone post a screenshot. The website recommends people to go to the Apple Store and just borrow the demo unit to do it there. Uh, really funny. Excuse me. Can I get in here? I need to order my thousand dollar headset, please. Dude, yeah. you definitely know someone who has an iPhone. Everyone knows someone. I, I don't know. Steve was telling me earlier. Steve was like, I can't. I want. I, I'd love to do something with lidar, right? You said. You said you had nobody mm-hmm. around you that can. I don't know has, anyone that has a new, a new enough iPhone where I can scan some things with the lidar. I don't know anybody. It's insane. Like I, I, I need. I need a minute to talk about this headset for a minute. <laughs> you know what, Steve? Up. You can have two. What I'm going to say here by just saying that I love. When companies are out there trying to advance this technology, uh, mad respect. This thing is really cool looking. Um, you know, I, I think it's great. Now, the reality of the situation that I believe is the case is that this is um, like like Brad was saying. This is an enthusiast headset. This headset's a thousand dollars. Requires three hundred dollar base stations, three hundred dollar controllers. It requires an iPhone, a gaming PC. This is very, very expensive investment. You could go out and you could get like a really light, thin form factor headset with like the, you know, Vive XR Elite that has a built-in, you know, chip in it so you can run native experiences. I was going to say, this does kind of shadow that in form factor wise because the XR Elite come across to me as like, this is what it's bragging about. It's the small form factor. And then this happens and it's like, oh, Okay, that's you're but, not but the winner the of that now. Also has inside out tracking. It has hand tracking. Yes. It has full color, awesome mixed reality pass through. Uh-huh. Like this thing has none of those things, right? Like and it's this cheaper. Is strictly for tethered PC VR. This is, here's the other thing here. Okay, I I want to love big screen so much. I want like the concept is phenomenal, but this software has been around for what eight years. And still to this very day, it's a 50-50 shot whether when I stream my PC to that, that it's going to work. Like the sound's going to have problems. People are, some people are going to see the screen. Some people are not. Why am I going to trust a company to spend thousands of dollars on a headset when they've been working on their software for eight years and it still doesn't work? What is happening here? I, like, I, I, want, I want to love them. I do. I want to have faith in this. I know I you would. I know you did as well. Forward. Yeah. But like this to me is a, a dead on arrival headset. Like I, I can't imagine anyone that isn't already an index owner or a Vive owner buying this. And that is a, fr- you got like, you got VR, you got video games, you got VR, you have people that are into PC VR, right? And then, and then people that have lighthouses and control like it's such a teeny tiny little fraction in the market how are they going to stay alive through this i i can't figure out exactly what their market yeah does anyone know because yeah that's 
that's no the, idea. That's the problem, isn't it, with most of this stuff? Like, it sounds very cool, but the ultimate question is, who is it for? It, it sounds awesome. Like, and I'm glad they're doing it. You know what I mean? I, I want people to make more headsets. It just doesn't make a ton of sense with this one. This is a huge departure for them. They've never made any hardware before, just like Brad said. Like, just for them getting this headset out there is an achievement on its own. And to, to the point that most of us didn't know about it either, by the way. Um, you know, Medic Meta can't do anything without somebody knowing about it. And Big Screen kind of hid this from most people. <laughs> no, stop laughing, Brad. Brad went. <laughs> stop laughing, yeah. Brad. Yeah, yeah Brad puckered when you said that. Big Screen did a really good job. <laughs> they had this out to a lot of creators already. And, and you know, they did a really good job of keeping this kind of quiet because nobody really knew about it in, in the VR community. But here's the thing. If they end up failing, which there's a good chance they can with this headset, is that good for VR? Like, I want more headsets, but do I want more headsets that are going to fail? You know, we need more headsets that are going to make it and do good and be great. So well, in the end, I just don't know how, what, what, is this a good thing? Brad, I watched your video today. And the biggest takeaway for me from that video was you basically put it out there and said, yo, this thing's pretty damn awesome. And it, it could potentially be a viable upgrade to the Valve Index. Now, you just heard Skiva give a whole lot of reasons why I don't think he's going to be updating his index to this. But do you want to elaborate a little bit on that? I think it's one of those things where uh, I think most people are going to be like Skiva uh, because they can't go out and try this thing. Because even if a friend has one, it's not going to be tailored to share <laughs> with someone it. to see how great an experience. <laughs> Can it I borrow is. your face, please? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it really, I, you know, it has a lot of downsides, and that's the one thing me and Skiva probably both love the index is it just has all around. It has pretty much everything for a full headset kit. This doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, However, when you start getting to this weird territory of, of I, I love using the word gimmick, even if it's, it's you know, positive gimmicks, um, it has something there, I, I, I think, for, for, again, a very niche amount of people. I, I've talked to the big screen team uh, when trying this all the time, like asking them myself, like how much do they expect to sell? And I do feel they're pretty delusional <laughs> in their answers. Um, <laughs> No offense, uh, especially, you know, that was the first thing I said, too, is the, the iPhone thing. I thought that was crazy as an expectation for people. Like, I, I couldn't wrap my head around, around it. And I have an iPhone. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's a very interesting product. I, I think, uh, you know, I, I, was, I was talking or I was seeing Tupper, who is the, the community manager for VR chat. And he's he's all for this thing. Like, honestly, he's like, this is this is perfect. And that's what this headset is. It, it's it's targeting the that crowd of people who are willing to sleep in VR chat every night, right? Like the crazy, mm -hmm. crazy users. Um, so if your Valve Index died, Skiva. So here's the thing, right? I I no matter how many headsets I have sitting here, and I have a lot, there are two main reasons why I continue to go back to the index. Those two reasons are 144 hertz frame rate. That to me is more important than anything. That brings the real, realism to my experiences to, a, to the next level. That frame rate is everything to me. Number two is the field of view. That 140-ish yeah. degree field of view is the other thing, right? So the index doesn't have the resolution. It doesn't have the, you know, it's not lightweight. 
right? But those two things are so critical to my, me having a good experience that I keep wanting to take one of these other headsets I have and make it my primary headset. And I keep putting on my index because of those two things. This, this headset doesn't have either of those things. So there's yeah. no chance. Even if I had one, maybe I'd wear it. I'd go in and fight with big screen and try to make it work and watch a movie in it. I and mean, it probably won't. I'll get frustrated and take it off. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm not, I'm not switching until I get a frame rate and, and, field of view upgrade I'm, so what is I'm what in, is the stats on this one again i have the email i haven't seen it it's 2560 by 2560 per eye yeah. um and running at 90 hertz yeah okay what's the fov and i was about to say it's it's around quest 2 fov around like is it like 93 yeah. or something right both ways or so skiva while you were talking about you know the the issues that you see with this um big screen beyond honestly what i started thinking about when i heard like the reasons why you don't like it is the somnium space headset you know it's like a software company that is now moving into hardware and it's expensive and all that do you have like the same gripes with the with the somnium headset as you do this one no, I mean, the Somnium headset is a modular headset that's completely open source for the people, right? That you can, you can attach things to it. You can remove things. You can go in and gain direct access to the cameras. Like, like it's an open source, like I'm very much an open source and, and, and an open data infrastructure, right? Like that's, I'm all about that. Now the Somnium space headset is also very big and bulky. So I don't, I don't know. In, in a world that, that we have these tiny, thin little um vr headsets will the somnium headset make it i i doubt it it's going to be another enthusiast headset right but uh, where when a headset comes out that does that 144 frames plus you know with a larger fov um i'm all about it at a normal price too right i don't i don't really want to spend more than a thousand dollars on a headset if i don't have to i have a gaming rig most people don't have the gaming rig i have most people don't have lighthouses and controllers they have a quest Right. And they're looking to upgrade their quest. Yeah. Right. And, um, and, and so for the enthusiasts, this is awesome, but can a company survive on enthusiasts alone? I, I, I can't. Yeah. Imagine. So that's what I mean. We're all talking about it. Like for all we know, they're just trying to push the envelope just to be the first out of the gate to say, yeah, we did this. There must be some sort of investors there yeah, to help this happen because we, all of us know it's not a viable product to survive on. So there must be an incentive that is before and just... after they get, they get investors beforehand to keep them afloat while they're putting that out. And then they put it out and they say, Hey, look at everybody. Don't you see the trajectory? Like, obviously we're not going to make our money back on sales of this thing, but if they can get investors to come to the company after they put out this product, that might get them to the next step, you know? Mm -hmm. I think what Brad says is absolutely right though. This, this headset may not get me super excited to where I'm going to go out and buy one, but this makes me super excited as to what we are going to see. Because again, if big screen can do this, fuck man, what is Apple going to be able to do? Now I understand this is going to be a crazy headset, expensive headset, but damn, I want to see what a company who has got a lot of money behind yeah. them can do and make something super small and super lightweight and make something that a large amount of people are going to want to go buy, whether they're VR people or not. And that's what Apple will be able to do. So I'm very excited now for what is to come because God damn it, if, if big screen can make a headset that's so damn small and make it pretty damn good, I want to see what else is what we have coming. I love how opposite PSVR 2 is to <clears throat> where every other headset is trying to go as well. It is 
massive. <laughs> it's like in comparison, <clears throat> it's, a, it's a really big headset. It doesn't bother me. I'm just saying. It's, um, it's is that what you were gonna say, Brad? Yeah, Brad's got something. <laughs> uh, a couple things. Well, I was, I was gonna say like, imagine what PSVR three is gonna be like whenever we get even bigger. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't think it will. But um, <laughs> one thing I wanted to bring up because we're, you know, we're talking about it. Uh, one relevant news because I'm a industry news nerd. Um, yeah, Bozzy's watching, mate. Bozzy's watching. He's in the chat. <laughs> uh, Better watch what you say, bro. I didn't leak this piece of news, so it's okay. So, um, <laughs> Korean, uh, you know, well-known Korean, well, a Korean journal <laughs> uh, <laughs> leak, uh, said today that um, Meta, LG, and SK Hynix are all partnered uh, pretty much officially now to build an entire micro OLED line. But it's not just building a line. Um, Meta is going to be building custom display designs and then mass producing it with these huge companies. So again, you can see where things are going, but it's going to be better by the time those products come out from these large companies. Yeah. Yeah. Did uh, did anyone else pick up on the irony that you know this the the first headset with the smallest screens we've ever seen, and what's it called? Big screen. Big screen. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It's the big I did screen. not pick up on that, actually. Thank you no, for I didn't. that to our attention. I didn't. No. Um, I, was, I was talking to Mike today about he's, he's getting all hyped for GT7 um, on PS3. And I noticed, like, the, these are... This stuff he has for driving, it's all quite sexual. Like, Fanny Tech, Thrustmaster. They're all... <laughs> just sounds all sexual, doesn't it? He was talking about it, and I was like... <laughs> Fanitech, but it's not actually Fanitech. I've heard it's Fan. What is it? Fanitech. Yeah, Fanitech. Fanitech. Yeah, your yeah. ways, but be- your ways better. Oh, thank Fanitech. Yeah, Dude. I've I've been cruising on like OfferUp, which is an app that's like Craigslist, you know, or or Mercari or whatever. But like you know, it's like a Craigslist kind of thing. I've been cruising on that, and I actually think I'm gonna buy a Thrustmaster to play GT7 with because you can get like a secondhand one of like not like the the high level version not like the 300 one but you can get like the 150 version that still has force feedback haptics in the wheel for like 50 bucks on offer up oh, you know yeah. something really? like that oh yeah is yeah i think i'm gonna pick is, one up this week is it like the steering chain you can either have a chain or a, a, a rubber it's a belt it's uh the thrust master with belt driven play it sounds uh enticing that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. There's so yeah. much sexual going on in driving in VR, man. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, they take they take this stuff seriously. But as I think as long as the wheel has some force feedback and I can just like put my hands on oh, the wheel yeah, and go dude. for it, that's all I need. You know, yeah. I don't I don't I don't need a three hundred dollar setup, you know. But if you can do it for less than a hundred, I think I'm going to. I th- so I think, I'll I'll report back. I think the what first- about the stand. You gotta attach it to something. Yeah, I need I a stand, stand, dude. I've got, got like some TV tables, you know, like like right now I have <laughs> TV, like a TV dinner tables. Table. Yeah. Dude, I tried yeah. when I tried the the wheel that I returned, my desk was fucking shaking because <laughs> it, it's not the best desk. So like you really it really needs to be attached you to something to have, like, that's a rig. solid. Yeah. It was I think you can uh, pick, you can pick up one of those rigs. I, I mean, I remember me and Wes got ours. What was it like seventy five bucks? We got it on sale. Or yeah, it, like it, I was thinking it was even less than that, like like fifty or sixty. I need a foldable bucks. one. I need something to put away and get back out, like that's small enough that my wife won't go absolutely mental if I put any more tech in this room. <laughs> as long as you don't have a chair attached to it, you'll be fine. Those like the one the Mash and, and Wes have are designed to be moved and put away. Yeah, this one right here. Let me see if I can turn my camera. That one right there. That's what I need. 
That one actually does fold down. I'm pretty sure. And it's got the right? shifter, the shift thing on the side as well. It, I don't, uh, I don't it have the shifter, but uh, let me see. Yeah, I don't have the shifter, but you can buy it separately. Why have you got? got the are you using cyber shoes? I got my pedals? cyber shoes on there just to. No, they're they're just sitting on there to to like have some place to put them. Yeah, but yeah, Nash, uh, you should uh maybe share after the show like a link to that product so I can yeah, yeah, yeah man. I think I'd like to take a look at that, please. Yeah, it's well, a wait. good setup because because what Root said is right. The freaking thing rumbles like crazy, and that setup is super strong where it um where it doesn't rumble, which is nice. It doesn't like move around. We're talking about VR well, headsets, Eddie. What's your uh, what's your preference of VR headset, or, or how did you even get into VR in the first place? Actually, how did I get in VR? Yeah. Um, my co-founder Kaylin, uh, when we were in Japan, I was working at a game studio there. We did like pixel junk games for PS3. Um, I remember he pre-ordered a uh, uh, the Oculus CV1 or the original Rift, and he showed it to us. Back then, Japan had no idea what VR was at all. And I just remember seeing the uh, Italian villa and just got my mind blown. And I, I kind of knew back then, this is 2011, that I wanted to be in VR like all the time. <laughs> Did you make um, Pixel Junk Monsters on PS4? Yeah, we we're part of that team. Uh, I monster shooters, you know. I love like, that game. A lot of the co founders are like Pixel Junk. I ex- love that game. Players. Oh, man. I used to play the <laughs> shit out of it. I got to I gotta say, I got to. Sorry, I got to bounce. I got to reuse this set up for my sony meeting <laughs> in like two minutes <laughs> so you've got oh, to leave got... and mess up my podcast oh he's got to go yeah, to a I'm sony so, meeting i'm Hell so yeah, sorry do. no worries um, dude i can't I wait to say, see what happens uh, regarding the headset stuff you know if, i wish i could show you but we have like a graveyard of like over almost 100 headsets since 2015 wow and all of them have have had its unique you know pros and cons a lot of them have died mostly because of funding you know, it is hard to release a headset. If you ever go to the Oculus headquarters, it's just like they have like 500 scientists, you know, fight, you know, a bunch of engineers. I don't know how you could replicate it in a small form factor, but if there's a way, I think, you know, I would like to see more competition. But yeah, I think everyone does. It's hard. <laughs> it's yeah. hard. <laughs> for sure. Oh, yeah. But either way, it's moving on fast, dude. That's for sure. Anyway, sorry I have to bounce it and hopefully it doesn't mess up your screen. Eddie, it will much. mess it up, but it doesn't matter. Thank you ever so much for being here. Really <laughs> Thanks for joining it. us, dude. Hell yeah, yeah man. Thanks, you, you, guys, you guys should be super proud. You made a great game. I can't wait for your launch, and uh, I think we'll all be talking to you soon. Right, yeah, Wednesday. So Wednesday. We'll go. be talking to you Wednesday. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. See you guys. Bye. 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 Well, you watch everyone's face get kind of. I know. I, I can't wait to see what happens oh, to the that's stream. Not too bad. It's not too bad. It's not too bad at all. <laughs> I think we've got one too many people here, but I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to put in there, put, oh, what the hell is that? Where is Roos? I just want to give a uh, quick shout out to Snow Toad, who gifted five uh, VR Crewcast channel memberships. Thank you ever so much, dude. Really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Hey, Skiva, I have a question for you. How nice is it yeah, to be it. here not running the, the OBS? Like, oh, it's kind of it's kind of a treat, it. you know what I mean? It's nice. I love it. I don't have to hit any buttons. I don't have any stress of anything blowing up. It's fantastic. <laughs> well, I don't know what stress you're talking That's about. Amazing. What stress have I... I haven't got any stress either. Oh, good. What do you mean? Yeah, what's, well, what's stress you don't have a, uh, an elaborate production like we have on the Between <laughs> Realities. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I haven't got my mom going on. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. That's for real. There she is. I don't hear her. What have you got? Wait, no, that she, I can, you're going to have to just send you me the sound can't... file. Maybe I should just no. use mm. it just when you guys are here. Because 
I doubt I'll be using it any other time. Um, how are we getting on in chat anyway? We've got Mickey, we've got so many people here. Thank you ever so much um, for joining us today. Really, really appreciate um, GT the Professional. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? What have I done wrong? Thank you uh, for joining <laughs> us. What are you guys, um, what's the games you're going to be playing when you get your PSVR 2s? Like, what's the, the top two that you're excited to check out? What the bat? Oh, <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? I actually am like going that. to. I you have to. Everybody to. should. Everybody We're needs going to. to. We're going to do it. I can't be the only one that loses my shit over this stuff. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm waiting for my PlayStation VR to play it, but I do have like, you know, my review code all lined up and everything. And I've been waiting to get into this game because I need to see what all the fuss is about. So what the bad is have, definitely going to happen. Fuss? It might have amazing adaptive track triggers or I, you know, foveated eye tracking Fuck's or, or uh, <laughs> rendering and eye tracking. Maybe. Who knows what they'll do with it? You know, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course, call the mountain. Like I, I, I think I'm just going to go directly into that and not leave. That's probably going to be my yeah. first day with the PlayStation VR. I too. think Resident Evil for me would be high up on my list for sure. I'm yeah, looking but, at my physical copy I got over there, and uh, I've been waiting to play it since I tried it flat and played. I'll tell you what, even the VR mod, the PC VR mod, scared the crap out of me so much, and I don't know what. Yeah, Wes blew through it, man. I was like, I, I felt like I was stuck in a. Um, a hell of of lichen. I, I didn't know what the hell was going on. It was crazy. So. I'm afraid, like literally, genuinely afraid. Like I bought the game. It's coming. The, the physical copy is coming for me also. But I played some Resident Evil Seven in Hollow at Halloween a couple of years ago, and I was losing it in there. Like it is, it is so scary. So naturally, a PlayStation Five resident evil game in vr i am literally afraid like it makes me anxious just thinking about the fact that i'm actually going to play that do you stream it you have i to guess stream I, it. I guess i could yeah i definitely want to get back into like creating content of vr games with the playstation vr 2 it's like how i got started and i f- fell out of that for a while but i want to get back into it and i think the playstation vr is going to make it easier so i will probably yeah. do something like that or maybe i'll record it or i don't know but I'm afraid. I'm very scared. Okay. <laughs> I want to watch you scream. Before, before yeah. I just want to say, DL Gonzo, the VR geezer game cat. Dude, the VR geezer. Oh, I, I love it. it. I never see anyone use the word. With the Americans, right? I'd be like, yeah, yeah geezer, geezer. And they'd be like, why are you calling me? Like, old. I'd be like, I want to I want to know how old the VR geezer is. Because, mm. I mean, <laughs> I want to know how old is old. Like, it doesn't am matter. I, am I a geezer? Geezer we're all geezers age. bro it's like how old do you age. have to be how do you old do you have to be to be a geezer like here is you in the states it is, it is. It in is. the yeah. states it's about a geezer is an old like an old man like yeah here older. like a geezer yeah. is someone you get on with like <laughs> oh okay you gotcha. sound and yeah yeah do you know what i mean they're like they're on a level and you know they don't mess around they don't mix their words they don't talk shit about people that's a that's geezer me. We're just going to figure out another name because you call me geezer. I'm going to have problems. <laughs> <laughs> I already have a complex because I'm so old already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every no, time shame, I've ever tried shame. to make fun of Mash, he just makes oh. me feel bad. I'm like, oh, God. Okay, dude. Ooh, I wasn't yeah. trying to hurt your feelings. Alex, what you, you need to do? Alex could be my son. You need to talk to somebody that's young, Mash. It's somebody no, that's kidding. like in their early 20s. And when they, when, what they say sounds so ridiculous, you can feel good about being a, a geezer because we actually have wisdom. And the younger generation <laughs> doesn't seem to have much of it. So that's did, just my. Did opinion. any of us have it though at their age? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, no, true. No, you're probably right. not. Oh my God, people, people in general do not have wisdom. I was there are some. Yeah, I was. There's a lot of dum dums though. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
But I was going to say, uh, for, for me, shameless plug, I actually put a video out today of my top five launch day titles because there's a lot of people out there like, oh, well, this game's a launch day title and this game's a launch day title. And people have to realize that when, when Sony says launch title, that could be anywhere within three months of the actual launch of the headset. The actual launch day, there's a lot of games that aren't launching on launch day that you think maybe are launch titles. Um, so I did put out five titles that I think are must-buys for launch day. And um, Call of the Mountain, definitely my number one. And my number two was Resident Evil 8. My number three was um, GT7, Demio. And then uh, my number five was uh, After the Fall. Great choices. Apparently, the official launch window is one month. That's what's classed as a launch window. And today I went and uh, visited... Um... Supermassive games to try. Yeah, again. tell us all about it. I can't. I can't tell you about. It. All <laughs> oh, I can come on, man. The only actually one second because I, I actually emailed to check <laughs> if I could talk about it. And she, well, put, we know that email. She you said put, it scared you. She's put hi hi. Of course you can. So okay. Hell yeah. If are you a fan of Russian Blood here? Like, is anyone here? Yes. Like, no. Resounding. Oh, no. He's not. Love He's not. that game. Okay, so imagine if the developers, right, were fans of Russia Blood, and they went, do you know what we're going to do? We're going to triple down, not double down, triple down on everything that was great about the first one. That was good. Hell yeah. It was like, what can I say? I think there's 10 levels. I would say every single level seemed to be different monsters, different themed long like 10 15 minutes per whoa one. yeah the haptics, haptics are there more weapons um and obviously you got the magic of what the psvr2 is bringing so is this scary <laughs> it, it's weird actually because i only done three out of the ten and um I've got a video coming and in that video, I only chose to use two of the three because these guys were like recording in 4k 60 and it was terabytes of information. And I was like, I can't do that anyway. It would take me a year to download it. Um, so I said, oh, I'll just have probably the first and the third chapter. There was a middle chapter. Now I think you need to be, have all of you played super massive games? Like uh, what's, what's their lineup? You've got until dawn, dark pictures if you follow that that lineage of games right a lot of this you'll go oh that's from that ah oh, that's from that now the problem with me is i haven't played all those games i played some of them but i'm so into vr i didn't get to play many of the flat ones so it was almost like if you're a fan of the series of those games you're gonna fucking love this like because i found it terrifying anyway but yeah you're gonna go crazy and go oh that's the the dude from the thing you got the thing and he's trying to kill me and you'll be like oh that's amazing yeah i mean wes is gonna wet himself to be honest <laughs> I, I already am dude They're like can you see it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was uh and, and you know it was really nice to get to talk to them um because they it was crazy how amazed how humble they were to me. They were like, oh, we're so pleased you're here. Apparently two people went off sick because they were stressed. Like all this stuff. I was like, you're fucking kidding me. And they went, no, no, we all watched your like launch day games and we were there. And I was just like, this is nuts. Like you don't know how much of a fan I am of you. 
and you're talking to me about this stuff and uh i said like the whole community was constantly atting supermassive and just saying please make like russia blood with a pro patch russia blood 2 and yeah. we never ever got a reply and uh yeah i don't know i mean they're social persons like only in a year so maybe they sacked the other one i don't know or maybe they didn't have anyone doing it but hmm. Yes, yeah, uh, I spam them so much. Every time they put a game out, I'm just like, "No VR, <laughs> where I'm are you?" It. Yeah, yeah. So they've done it, you know. And um, I haven't played the whole game, so I can't. I'm rev- I can't review it. Do you know what I mean? I'm just telling you about what I played today and what I played today delivered on what I was hoping. That's so dope. And you got to hang out with Mike and Ben. That's it's rad. true. Yeah, yeah, well, Mike's old news now. You know, he's that's true. Yeah, old he's hat. But it's good to see. He's a, ge- he's a geezer. He is a geezer. He's a, <laughs> He's geezer. a geezer. When he comes so Ben though. When I when I, when we sorry? So is Ben though. Ben's a geezer as well. When um when it was we was basically they because of the testing they've done, apart from the people who play it like every day for quality, right? Um they were like people react massively to this game. So what they thought was you play a level then you play a level, then you play a level, then you play a level. So Mike went in and done a level. And when I went there to get the headset off him, it was covered in sweat. And, oh. and honestly, right, listen, I was sitting there listening, uh, talking to this lady called Courtney, and it actually sounded like they were like probing him or doing something horrific <laughs> because there was like, he was in the soundproof cinema and you could hear, and I'm just thinking, my, my God, I've got to go in there next. But I'm definitely, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, de- I'm definitely like uh less reactive than some people i think it has to be pretty pretty jumpy for me to get going do you know what i mean as i think he mm-hmm. he freaks out if anything's trying to grab him and shit and you can actually hit them in this one you can like oh, that's cool. oh, nice that's nice. Cool. Not, yeah. not a guarantee that you'll kill them or even do damage but you can uh apparently knock them oh and also next week uh the developer's coming on the show with us so nice. Wes, you Fuck, yeah yeah man Very so nice. paradise decay wants to know if you saw the weeping angels and wants to know if you blinked weeping angels are Ooh. doctor who though aren't they yeah they are yeah so mm-hmm. i did see the mannequins and i tried my <coughs> so another thing to add about this game before i get too far into that just that little bit <laughs> there's multiple paths i think there's multiple endings um and there was bits like that he was calling me in he was saying look you missed this bit because that you you done this and and mike didn't so you've got to see this bit as i said there's some puzzles in it he was this guy was so excited about this and uh but yeah the blinking thing as soon as i realized what was happening i tried my best not to blink and he's like oh shit i blinked and there then everything's moved you know um yeah it's cool man nice. it's, it's... man that's so awesome yeah, amazing so cool, i love it yes it's yes cool. It's good. So yeah, I'm glad you said I'm yes. Like, so, blinks so are so stoked. fast, you know. Like yeah. a blink is ridiculously fast, and you're telling me they're changing something in the frame where my eye closes before it opens back up multiple times. Only on, only on PS5, bro. Only on PS5. That's so sick. Yeah, it's got a wire though. Fuck that. I'm not. Yeah. No way. It's got wire. Right? Too heavy. <laughs> but yeah, so I, th- I think anyone who's a fan and like the the VR community, the PSVR community, are gonna. To fucking be like pigs and shit with this one. I'm getting excited, well, dude. Well, getting what's so crazy is, is Wes and I just wanted a sequel or a, a remaster of number one. Yeah. And we're getting, this is like 10 times better than that or 100 times. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's so good to hear that um, 
The only thing I didn't get to do was really experience roller coasters in it. Like these levels they picked were actually kind of the the reason they picked them was for the like actiony bits or to show you some of the lore in the world. So when he asked for any feedback, like apart from like they're still working on the game as we know, uh, I was just like, oh, I wish I would have experienced some more roller coaster stuff. And he went, that's definitely in there, like some really fast stuff. And yeah, you can even like um, you know when you go up a roller coaster and it's like you feel that in your head, like oh cool, so cool, dude. It's good. I can't wait. Yeah, it's cool. It's too bad I had to cancel my PSVR two pre order for this big screen headset. Yeah, <laughs> that's the oh, problem, man. dude. Like when I, I'm really, I know some people like um, have said to me about, oh, but you didn't do PSVR like for the last couple of years. But to be honest, there was nothing. I literally go where the games are. I just mm-hmm. want to play games. That's that's yeah. pretty much it, you know. And it was hard to cover PSVR for me personally because it had been like pretending that there was something I wanted to play because I'd played everything and I did still, I still played games on it like transformers and games I wanted to play, but I was just like replaying games on my own because I'd streamed rush of blood 10 times over the years. And you know, eventually you're like, Oh man, you know, and oh look phantom covert ops. That's so cool. You know, that was such a great game. I played out right now again. I really, I really, I'd love it. That's what I was kind of hoping that end dreams would announce that coming to psvr2 i think that would be they've been a little quiet they have been quiet they've been quiet been very quiet yeah i'd well, love to hear brad i'd love to hear i'd love to hear brad's list of because you're not like what we consider like a hardcore gamer right and you're getting a psvr2 like what's your top like i, I mean it's probably be tough for you to come up with five games but like what are you gonna got like one. what are you gonna experience he's got besides one, right, call them on don't you can't give me call them on that's cheap I was literally just gonna give that to be honest. uh, (laughs) um, Oh man! Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm. uh, That's generally all I'm interested in. That's why, like, um, even my CES demo, like, I was like, not sure if everyone should get it for launch, but I'm sure, like, as time goes on, it's gonna be like a must buy for a lot of people that want to dabble into the VR gaming realm. But um, for me, just just for what I'm interested in, I'm. I'm currently only interested in uh, that one game for now because a lot of the, I've been in VR for a while. So a lot of the other stuff is, is kind of stuff I've been already tried before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think is VR chat going to come to PSVR too? That would, that be, would cool. be so amazing. Honestly, that like eye tracking standard eye yeah. tracking. Hell yeah. That would right. be sweet. Right. That would be crazy. Like, uh, why yeah, wouldn't I, it I though? Why, could, why couldn't it? It totally could. Right. You just get your I, avatars from avatar. There's probably a lot of or... technical stuff there, I guess. That... Yeah. Well, has PSVR? I'm I'm not. Sh- I never was a huge PSVR one, so I'm I'm asking. Um, did was there many like free multiplayer things for PSVR one for people? Rec room, rec room, just rec room, rec room. Yeah, but if you can do rec room, I mean, rec room, then, you should yeah. be able to do VR chat, really. Yeah, but VR chat there... has things like copyright hell, isn't it? Like there's. You know, I I don't know how that would no different than than Rec Room, right? No, like no, but Rec Room too, right? Yeah, I guess Didn't so. Dreams have a lot of yeah, that's yeah, Dreams, yeah, Dreams is like a big Rec Room. Yeah, that's that true. Actually, in. Dreams, yeah. yeah, there's so many different games in there. That's true. Like, I play. Oh Sonic damn! What about a Dreams for PSVR two? That's that's happen. something that I feel like that's everybody missed the boat on. Yeah, that's rumored. One of the one of the uh, industry leakers have already been talking about that. Brad? Actually, is that you? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brad. Brad gets everything. <laughs> he does. Dude, what's uh, it been Bodies. like for you in this past week, man? Like, is it's pretty insane. Like, you've got Andrew Bosworth and John Carmack like commenting on a thread that is I'm, about you. I'm like, gonna have to step in crazy. here. I'm gonna have to step in here as uh, Brad's PR guy and say that he will not be fielding questions on this topic. Brad has to go. <laughs> he appreciates everyone's interest, but he has a very busy man and he has, uh, he has other things to do. <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, uh, do you, I, if you don't want to answer it though, because some no, people yeah. might not even know, because this is very Twitter bound. All of this, yeah, it's very on Twitter, and a lot of people. Yeah. I just want to. I want to express it. my feelings on it. Like, um... do you want to explain what's happened? Because some people might not even understand what's happened. That's what I'm trying yeah. to. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, you might sit here and go, "This, you know, like we're skipping to what we were talking about earlier." It might be the end part. So maybe, yeah. it's up to you. I'll I'll just I'll just summarize it um, best I can. So yeah, this week has been emotional. I love you. <laughs> we, like, thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, so one of my, some of my higher profile leaks um, were given to me. Um, how I. So they were given to me uh th they were prepared leaks basically like i didn't sought after this individual or anything they were just like hey i got this uh this stuff i want to leak i'm gonna leak it at one point but i like your channel can can i give it to you to do it and i was like whoa this is this is this is you know a good lead of course i'm i'm very into that um and because i've only been doing this for show just a short time uh th this person uh, asked for revenue share from the videos that these leaks were in, and I agreed to it because I I never thought of the, the ethical stances on doing that. Um, again, I'm I'm just a guy. I've I've never been trained in journalism, like in a university or whatever. Um, so I was like, okay, well, this this person. It makes know, sense. It's a deal. It just makes sense. Like to me, it made mm -hmm. sense to my brain yeah, yeah it made yeah. sense to my brain the way i was raised um and uh, <laughs> i can tell you it was not a lot of money i don't make a lot of money if i looked at if i took a Ad screenshot of my <laughs> it's less than yeah. 400 dollars the last 30 days for example for my youtube channel which yeah. some people think i make a lot of money on youtube but i really do not i <laughs> know oh, dude honestly no. man i don't yeah but yeah, yeah um yeah, I, 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 this was the only, only source I took, I, I, I shared money with, um, and it basically Meta, uh, did a huge investigation to find this leaker or leaker, whatever. I, it had nothing to do with me. I never gave up the leaker and, uh, yeah, they, uh, they, 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 fi they finally traced it back to this person and did a huge investigation and found every, all, all the communications between him and me. And, and Bosworth did a private internal memo saying we found the leaker. Um, Brad paid the leaker for the leaks, and of course that leaked. Of course that internal memo got leaked to the Verge, so it's become like this whole leak designed to make another leak look. Uh, yeah, he, he's so dumb. Uh, he's just Bosworth is the dumbest fucker out there. I just don't get this fucking guy. I mean, he could have just diffused this whole situation, kept his mouth shut. 
Why do you got to come out and be a douchebag? I just don't oh, get him. Go, Brad. Sorry. Good. No, it's sorry. Okay. I just had you say like, that. No, I'm, 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 I'm glad people are passionate. Um, uh, for, for me, I, I, I mean, I, 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 again, I, I, I apologize that, uh, if I, if I knew this was like an unethical practice in journalism, I definitely wouldn't have done it. Um, taken money for it. Uh, there's so many weird gray areas in YouTube in general, like every day you get weird emails, you get weird stuff. And then when you start covering leaks, which is already for some people, a gray area, it, it, the lines just get blurry. And, um, yeah, I, I, I am sorry for it. I, I'm I'm sad about the. While I understand the backlash for some people, I, I am kind of depressed from some people that are using um, that that are actively grinding their axes right now. <laughs> um, the same people that have benefited from the leak, my leaks in the yeah. past as well. I was going to um, say it's a, it's a double thing, isn't it? Like it might be a leak, but it's hype. It's also hype, you know. It is without it, a doubt. Yeah. Like it, I know from you talking about this, suddenly, I know I know stuff, and when you know stuff from maybe an official kind of thing, I I choose not to talk about it in a way. But when you do what you do, I see the reaction. I see it, you know. I see your like gentle way you come across. Like this is happening. That's happening. You don't necessarily put you put your own spin on it as well. Your thoughts on it. And then it goes out yeah. there. And then suddenly you see bright purple background, Quest 3 is here, blah, blah, blah. And, and that's the bit that I think they don't appreciate. Do you know what I'm saying? That's what yeah. I think is where they're like, oh, shit, like this is, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, I, I, it, it definitely made me question doing this for sure. I don't know if that's like, I mean... I I, I kind of I always I've always said this before, but like I've always felt like I've been like thrown into doing this leak stuff, like leak content. It always felt like a uh, a rush, like a, like a snowball effect. That I just really I really have enjoyed doing this kind of thing, um, and I've learned a lot by doing it. But uh, yeah, it, it's 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 just weird being very uh, passionate about something and then feeling kind of pain from being passionate about it but oh, yeah, I, that, I, I know uh... yeah so um yeah again i'm sorry i am sorry i i i, I do apologize for it but that's that's um, don't need to apologize for us, more... man. yeah this yeah. this whole community oh, yeah. like praises you and worships you yes. dude like we're definitely not the ones like you you know maybe meta right <laughs> like maybe you're them, among friends but, here dude like yeah but like everybody yeah, here worships you like your efforts have been so impactful in the vr community and like it's just a mind-blowing to me how integrated you are like 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 i said it's like bosworth and carmack are like weighing in on topics that you're involved in and it's just insane because maybe you were just a guy but you're not just a guy anymore. Now you're fucking sadly, it's Bradley, you know, like you're the dude that has been like leading the charge for all of us. So you have all of our undying support, like and, forever. Yeah. And, and, and something else, something else to keep in mind too, Brad, you, you know, 
that these assholes have an army of online bots that they can point right at you. So try not to get too hung up on anything you read and, and you know, don't start second guessing yourself or, or the terrorists win, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can I really quick, can I just say that, that, that this company meta makes its entire business and every dime that, that they have in their bank account, is from stealing information from us, from the consumers, and from good their companies, yeah. right? They <laughs> take our stuff, they take our data, and they sell it off, and they steal it. And a lot of people don't even know that this is happening. You know, you like someone gave you information that they took from them, dude. They can go fuck themselves. I'm sorry. And this happens like, all this the time, entire business guys. Philosophy. This, you know, this, like, this, and this is not like this is something new. It's like this happens in every industry. This is it's because it's our little VR world industry. It, it, this happens all the time when people leak information. And Brad, it sounds like if I'm not wrong, this guy was going to give this information up to anybody, somebody. Yeah. It just happened to do it to you, okay? Because people look to you, all right, and people look to you, and 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 that's a good thing that yep. people look to you for information, and you provide a service to all of us. So God, do not let these idiots make you feel bad, man. Uh, and shame on them for making you feel bad for actually just reporting on something. You know what? You know how much stuff they get out of this? You know what I mean? You know how much press that they get out of this too, by the way, that made them actually probably get more, you know, make more money you know, because this stuff was leaked. Mm -hmm. It's just ridiculous, Brad. Don't make, let them make you feel bad, man, at all. Yeah, th these guys, these guys are getting drugged before Congress to speak about their ethics. How are they going to lecture <laughs> anyone else? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Do you know what, though? I mean, I, I know you sound about the leaks and stuff, but I see you. That's not really what I'm into personally, but I do see you as a face for upcoming tech. You know, I trust what you say. I love when you talk about hardware. Um that's pretty much, I, I didn't even, I know I've always joked, but I didn't bring you here for anything else other than I respect Brad's fucking brain. Do you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. so yeah. We love you, Brad. We, we love Gene you, Brad. Dude. I want to hug we you, love you, man. you know? Hell yeah, man. <laughs> I if, I, if I had vibe, if I had vibe trackers, I'd go hug you right now. <laughs> I want to squeeze you. Squeeze all right, you that's it. We're, we're, we're all going in the VR chat right now to hug Brad. Let's go. Oh, he would love that, I think. He would, Hell yeah. He would really enjoy that. Yeah. I'd put on like, I'd have something with cat ears and a tail and a big pair of boobs. He'd love that. <laughs> Come here, Brad. Put your, put your face in these. Thank you. Um, Hell yeah. Thank you. It's all good. Right. Well, thank you ever so much for joining us this week. Unless you, anyone else wants to add anything. I think it's been an absolutely fantastic uh, and another bit of a random show, which is awesome. Why don't we talk about it. The Last of Us for 10 minutes? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, episode I watched, five. I haven't watched one episode yet. I haven't Me watched either. I'm probably, why? 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 I'm probably the only person. I'm probably the only person. I've never know. played the game, so I oh, don't have any vested interest. Where's his window? It doesn't matter. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch I don't, it. I need to do it. I don't watch shows anymore. Like, I really don't. When I have free time, I want to be in VR. It's what drives me. It's what I'm passionate about. This is one of the only shows to pull me back to a tv yeah and i don't even know how long man it's that good mm. ski yeah. is not lying this dude literally lives in the headset it's crazy i do, <laughs> I do. So should, honestly same same should i should i play through the last of us everybody yeah. tells me i should play you gotta play that. do you gotta play through the game before you go do it watch the show no you do not know no. 
so I can just watch the show and be okay. Yep. Yeah, the problem is I can't get myself out of Ghost of Tabor. <laughs> I know. I'm I know all, all I want to do right now, like I, I had to second guess whether I was going to come on this show because I just want to play Ghost of Tabor. Sorry, Thanks, dude. Smash. I feel you. I love that game so much. <laughs> that game, you like, thanks, you bastard. Do you know what I love? Do you know what I love about Ghost of Tabor? Right, I had very early access, and I was like, this game has got so much potential, but I was very worried it would not deliver you know when you feature a game and the devs are like this is happening this is happening it's not there yet but this is happening mm. this is happening and i go in and i'm like this is cool this is cool and i'm fighting ai maybe one person's online and i'm like oh. and then and then i start watching short stack and i'm like <laughs> what the fuck is going on yeah. here and then i see you boys because i can't sleep at two in the morning running around <laughs> like absolute uh, nut jobs in this game but i'm like fuck dude i need to actually get back into this come come it's in and so hang fun. with us man and do it yeah. in there it's so much fun so well, you, i have you, a question you, you, you almost guys. need to have like stacks or z storm like sherpa you in there though because it's, it's not easy z storm said he's ruining his channel <laughs> oh it's all he wants to play hell yeah that's so good i said to him i was like just record what you're doing and just upload it if you're having a good time. Um, so in this game, there's proximity audio. So like if you're sneaking around and you sneeze, not only will other players hear you, but AI can hear you and react to you and do all this stuff, which I, of course, think is amazing. Now, I've only played once, but the other night I jumped in with all of these guys and we ran around and it was really awesome. But we were all in a Discord call the entire time. And I think that we primarily did that because squads wasn't a thing yet. And it's like kind of, it's like basically impossible to communicate with anybody and jump into the world at the same time and all that stuff. But I personally think that being in Discord took away from the experience for me like right. it wasn't super scary and like i wasn't listening for everything because i just constantly had like 10 other people talking in my ears the whole time so mm. have they added squads can you communicate with your team good enough just within the game's audio chat you know and it, can we figure out a way to maybe leave the discord call so i can like get more immersed yeah so yeah go ahead Steve, go you want me to go? Yeah. So this, I think this week it's coming. The, um, they they are about to open up. So it's been in the closed alpha, and they're about to open up the alpha. And one of the first fixes they have with the alpha is to have the squad matching be done, so you can get in there with your team of four and have in-game chat. How exactly that's going to work yet, though, I don't know. Like, because there is proximity chat, and other people that are in there can hear you. So once you start talking, if they're close enough to you, they're going to know where the freak you are. They're going to hunt you down. They're going to kill you. So there is, you can mute yourself in game. There's like a, uh, a mute button. So you can, so nobody, you know, no, the proximity chat is off, but I'm not sure how that's going to work with your squad. Like, does I it... don't think that's fair. The mute well, part? I wouldn't, I wouldn't let people mute themselves in that game. Yeah. Because it, that's the best thing. The Imagine mute? just being quiet, right? You're trying to be quiet and all of a sudden you just get that sneeze in a game. <laughs> <laughs> you could just, you could just mute yourself. Your I'd be like, fuck the mute button. No. Besides the, besides the fact. Really mute's tough right now because you have to like put your hand up to your mouth like you're covering your mouth and hold mm. the a button and as soon as you let go to use your thumbstick mute's off oh okay. that's good that's i was gonna say you... why would why would you not play it in discord then all the time and yeah. you know minimize... like tarkov you have to right i mean we how many yeah. we played tarkov in discord that's all you have you, you really couldn't do in game chat yeah can you yeah. Mute, can you mute the other players by sneaking it behind them and putting your hand on their mouth Oh, that would be cool. You can <laughs> wrap their behind face them. and snap their neck. Oh, yes, you can do that. Well, you can do that. <laughs> Other players are yeah. just yes. AI. 
Well, well AI, AI right now, but I think I they said, yeah, they did say they wanted they, they want you they want you to be able to like pick somebody's pocket from behind, like get into their backpack and sneak oh, something God. out of it. And you they can want you to be able already. to, yeah, they want you to be able to eventually go up and and do it to play. You can do it to AI right now, but they want you to eventually be able can, to do it. Players, can you do so. a veil where you can take their clip out of their gun? Yeah, yeah, you can put stuff in their backpack. I think you can take their clip. Yeah, I've done it before. You can I take love their clip that. Out. I remember playing. You can pull grenades out of their veil, and I went to take a shot, and he was like. You fucking pulled the clip out. I was like, I that's fucking, that's so sick, dude. Like, there's just one in the chamber or whatever. That was it. I was like, that's so good. Bruce, I think you're going to love this game. You're going to, because you love, you, we, we really got into Tarkov for a while. And this literally, and I'm, I'm not saying this is as close as you're going to get to Tarkov VR. This is Tarkov in VR. This is exactly, I mean, like, not every little tiny piece is there yet, but man, it's going to, it's going to be there. Like, what they have there now is for an alpha i think it's pretty damn good it's like pretty polished for an alpha and it's not even open alpha there's going to be uh, more maps as well isn't there isn't there different quadrants of maps a lot or something more opening up? a lot more maps yeah, yeah. i need to outdoor, get and right there, now though. outdoor maps are coming like right now it's just one indoor map we haven't even seen the outdoor map yet that is coming soon i need to get back i'm telling there. you in another few months all you're gonna hear about is this game everyone's going to be hooked on this game it's going to become i think this has the potential to become like one of the top selling vr games of all time wow wow well let me ask you this can wow. I, it's that it's can, that good can yeah. i break my legs falling off of a yes scaffold? you can okay yeah. you jump down <laughs> hey. the stairs you'll break your legs take damage yeah oh man that was the sketchiest thing trying to get out i'm like yelling at everybody because like i'm i can't i had no no way to mend myself and so i had to like almost crawl out of there. <laughs> he was limping really limping so you broke yeah, yeah. your legs but you were still alive yeah yep. and, and you're dying at the same time and then everyone else is doing their thing and so you're also worried that you're going to get killed and because you're now running really slow and i actually had gotten something good that i wanted to get out my second question is can is there a way i can go into this game with todd and have him not kill me because that's no. what i want because <laughs> yeah i'm assuming you can shoot your your squad right yeah. i can i killed drive gray wolf last night yeah drive yep. gray wolf came around a corner last night and i didn't realize that he was near me and i just shot him <laughs> shot him dead so, okay, what, so what happened yeah. roots in that scenario going back to that like did someone pick you up did they heal you or what no the, so so basically I, put you in it no i was able to, <laughs> to move but i had to move really slow and you know the whole point of the of tarkov or i'm assuming this other game is you got to get you know you start where you start you got to get to the place to to extract and you get shit on the way right and so it was just all about we're beelining it for this thing but i'm going at about a snail's pace like i literally was like limping really slow and you're bleeding out at the same time it's it, it's that's why tarkov is so good and i'm assuming this ghost of Tabor is is it's so realistic like you you have to manage so many things and if you break your leg it's broke and you better hope that you brought something to mend it or you're going to have to do what i did and, and make it out and it i don't even know how i made it out yeah, yeah. or do what i did and die yeah, yeah or right. die that's usually <laughs> yeah. what happens you end up dying yeah. so and there's a lot of sweaty players in there now like like uh, gt you were saying you know before you know now i get in there and like all of a sudden there's there's short stacks in there and there's z storm in there and there's like five other streamers in there and they're like you know kitted to the hill you know what i mean and they're like holy crap i don't even have a gun <laughs> i'm just sneaking around yeah it's so I intense have right now yeah i want to get back in there though i think i might have managed to get one gun out but like i don't want to take it back in there now you know uh, but i think next time i play i'm going to play by myself 
you know, like I really enjoyed mm-hmm. being in there with you guys. Maybe I'll just play at the same time as you guys. And mm-hmm. maybe I'll like find you and bump into you, but, uh, I want to get immersed. Like I want to like, listen and like really be like paying very close attention to my surroundings. And when you have 10 people, all just having a blast laughing their asses off in a discord call, it kind of, uh, doesn't make it so scary. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And you know what happens? We got into smaller parties later on. And then those things that you're talking about, we did have happen. Because, you know, like at one point me and tribe were in a raid together and I, and we heard footsteps. So we were like whispering to each other, like, you know, this footsteps over here, you know, and we were, you know, try, trying to call things out. And I'm like, you stay low, I'll stay high so we can shoot at the same time. So there was that, but you can't do it when there's seven or eight people in the right. <laughs> Discord yeah. call. Too many people fucking around as well. Yeah, um, it's just too loud. Paradise, thank you ever so much for the uh, two pound donation. He put hearts in the chat for Brad. We all love him. Uh, which is absolutely yeah. awesome. Thank you to Mrs. GT for kind of a channel member. I'm seeing so many channel members. I'm assuming someone gifted some more. So yeah. thank you. Uh, if, if any of you keep it up, it's thank you. Snow Toad. So Snow Toad. Oh, yeah. I think there was another uh, super chat back there. Nihilist Ryan, the feline, the game feline with $5. Did you call that one? Maybe I missed it. No, no, no. I didn't. He said, he I says, love uh, big panel energy. Uh, uh, EPC. Nice. <laughs> big <laughs> panel. You know thank who else you. loves a big panel? <laughs> Your dad, yeah, Your we dad heard, loves right? a big panel. We love the build Who's, stuff. Whose dad doesn't love? <laughs> Can I, Brad, uh... Brad? Big panels. What do you, what do you think of big panels? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have an idea for a VR headset that has the largest screen that you've ever seen, and I want to call it small screen. Yes, I think that'll work. <laughs> it's just crazy, uh, isn't it? Like I think it, when you think about headsets, like something like climax like a <laughs> yeah. fucking building on your face oh, and then you get this thing which it's just like i haven't physically seen one i do speak to darshan there and i might be getting one to test out but at the same time i'm gonna have to invest to do that i've got a, i've never had base stations i've always i've always been um i'm a real fan of convenient i love inside out tracking as soon as, as soon as that was a thing i was like this is fucking me all day long like i don't want to be dealing with cables and USBs and all that stuff. I want to get away from it, um, which I know. So I remember saying this before and someone went, oh yeah, PS3 or 2 cable, but it's one wire, dude. I'm not fussed about it. It doesn't ever bother me. <laughs> um, but yeah, like if, if he, even if he does send me the headsets test, I've still got to spend at least 700 pounds to even use it. Tough. So, and the, your index controllers are going to break a month later. So I haven't you... even got any index controllers. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. Um, together well, right here's now. the other thing, though, too. PlayStation VR, you had to be positioned in front of your camera in order to get any kind of tracking. So, like, you have to be facing your TV, which means the cable is running yeah. behind you and then forward again. Whereas now, I can turn around and have my cable facing my my console and like get rid of that awkwardness from having yeah, to turn true. and face the TV screen. So, the inside-out tracking, I think, is going to go a long way there. Yeah. I think a lot of people, I remember going around my uncle's once and he had a really strange setup of a front room for where his TV was. His TV was sort of in the corner, facing outwards. It was like a prime angle for TV, but using his PSVR, it wasn't ideal that way. And I think because the setup said, put the camera on top or below your TV, he took that as gospel. And I was like, dude, you can fucking put this anywhere. You don't have to face your TV because you can't see the bloody TV in the the headset. You don't, but the camera cable 
really only allows oh, yeah, you yeah, to yeah. get it to that point, you know, unless you buy like some crazy extender that's like ten or fifteen feet extra feet. Whatever he did, he moved it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was and it was fine, you know. He had that. He had he had a lot more room. But yeah, all good stuff. Not long now for everyone. Can't Not wait. Now. Oh so God, excited. It has reignited the fire. There's like a good year there where I have just been spending less and less time in the headset playing games. And now I have a feeling I'm going to get addicted. I think, I, it ha- I think it has a knock-on effect as well. Like we've been talking about Ghost of the Ball for ages because you're all excited about not just PSVR 2. You're excited about games, you know, potential right. of games, what they're going to bring. What's this game like coming to PSVR 2? You know what I mean? Like developers now have another platform to make money, you know, um, yeah, it's just all it's so it's all positive and uh maybe not this year, maybe not next year, you never know, but eventually VR will get that mainstream attention, you know? And uh I just can't what's, see it what, being big screen. Unfortunately. What's your guys' yeah. uh Okay, so think about it this way. Uh I, I just want to ask this question because I think we're wrapping up soon, right? I don't know how many times I've said goodbye yeah. on this show and we don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's that it's that good though. Yeah. So uh so 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 quest 2 sold like around 15 million units and that's not really mainstream enough for meta yet so what do you all think is the number to hit mainstream and when do you think we'll actually hit that number what year oh oh boy i would say uh, i would say you know conservatively i would i would want any gaming context now i'm not really speaking on meta specifically but in a gaming context you'd like to see at least around 25 percent of gamers uh being playing in vr to really kind of have that mainstream presence so what is that 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 would probably be what 30 to 40 million i think i don't know when i I would think it's around 25 million um to be considered um that mainstream context uh and to be honest and not not that i'm shitting on it i don't think psvr 2 is going to achieve that i think um oh no i think it's going to be a kind of a repeat of the first gen maybe a bit more popular um you hit 10 i think i think quest 3's got the potential well the playstation vr 1 was so damn easy to get into because everybody had a ps4 oh i I imagine that the install base of the ps4 was in exponentially higher at the time that psvr came out it was because they'd already done a pro version about two months later so that's like a mid-gen refresh so you're Mm -hmm. already halfway through the life cycle of a console there must be there must have been millions millions like 50 60 70 million or something but what do we what's our number overall platforms though so you're you're talking like gamers you know being at 25 30 million so what if we add them all together i mean I remember when Quest Two came out, Meta had said we want to hit ten million. That was their number, right? That they they was like we want to hit you know ten to twelve million, and that's you know where we think it's gets mm-hmm. to mass adoption. You know now we're at oh, probably probably over fifteen million. But if you add all them together, I mean the numbers look going to look a well, lot better. Well, let's do the math. So we've got uh, fifteen million Quest users plus five million PlayStation VR users, and they're totally different. Nobody mm-hmm. has both, right? And uh, and then if you add in PC VR, that's twenty million plus, so like twenty million and you know three thousand something like that, about three thousand 
PCBR users out there, right? <laughs> so, yeah, right. So what do you think the active users are? Because that's the question. It, it's not always about who who's buying it, it's who's still using it. Well, that's what Bowl said. He said 25 million sold headsets or active players. How many headsets? That's the thing about the Quest. I know that out of those 15... I don't know. I shouldn't say that. Out of those 15 million people, I reckon 5 million of those aren't turned on today. They're like right. Christmas oh, presents what? that, that <laughs> were great on you know for the month and then they're under the bed somewhere and you know like well what alex said is is true about uh like his specific situation this is somebody that's in the vr world and this is everything he does and he had stopped it hasn't been playing as much i'm the same way and you know the the games the experiences uh, they're you know the quest brought a lot of mass adoption but it brought a lot of like very shallow games and i'm sorry most gamers want real games they want actual fun they want light brigade they want a reason to go back into the headset and being in the world isn't enough anymore i, I can't climb I any more fucking say. ladders man i don't i don't want to climb a ladder in a game don't make that the the the, the reason i'm going in i want like i want that one more i want to get out of the headset and i want to be thinking about the game and there's not many games in vr i can say that about i so. played a game today privately testing and um it was like whenever i first got into vr psvr spoiled me i think a little bit because the games were actually decent video games in vr and then as the life cycle went on there was a game called rage room and it was my first real taste of (laughs) this game was made because it was like oh it's vr like you can just suddenly a, a I don't know a very minute good idea can seem a brilliant one because it's in virtual reality, right? And I didn't fall for it personally. Whoever invested in them to make it did. It was bollocks. I, I fucking hated it. I you know I think some YouTubers probably made some amazing videos of beating the shit out of things and overreacted and maybe that mm-hmm. gave them more strength to think yeah this is great. It was trash. It was terrible. For me personally. And uh, I played a game even now, 2023, and I was like, just because it's in VR doesn't make it. It doesn't need to exist. You it know? can make yeah. a game worse. If the game is shit, it makes it worse. Well, but it, well, it's the flip side. If a game's good, VR will make it amazing. Or can it can make it amazing. It if can. It's a That's good right. Game. That's correct. That's correct. Yes. Well, and there's there's one more point I want to make here. And like on the on the uh, the flip side of that, a shit game can be amazing if you're doing it with the right people. And community and like being able to connect with your friends is one of the things that makes so many games out there successful. Case in point, like Fortnite, you know, not the best game in the entire world, but it was free to play and it was cross-platform. Cross-platform being the biggest point, in my opinion. I mean, both of them together made that game a smash hit, but on PlayStation VR 1, there was nothing that was cross-platform except for zero caliber, but that was too little, way too late. You know, like I was like praying, looking for any game on the PlayStation VR that would be cross-platform to the PC community. So that way I could connect with that audience and I can name five or six games just off the top of my head that I know that are going to PlayStation VR 2 right now that are fully cross-platform with their other versions. And I think that that is huge and will make a huge impact in terms of like the um, retention of the people who are playing those games. Because if I can play Demio with my friends on the quest or after the fall with my friends on their yeah. quest that's massive dude that is absolutely massive like i i don't think there's enough 
props being thrown to for, to the developers and to PlayStation for making sure that that's happening. Yeah, and, and also like literally, there's been a bit of a um, format mini argument going on. I still think it's incredible what standalone VR is, and I do strongly believe that standalone VR, maybe not as, as it is now, is how it works in the future. A multi, an XR device that is standalone is when mass adoption, I think, happens. But what do you think, Brad? Because I know you're the sort of, <laughs> you're the ultimate guy here. <laughs> you go, you're talking shit, GT. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I mean, I, I think um, I think the best for, for these huge players, the people that lead these companies like Meta, the volumes that they're getting right now really don't get them out of bed in the morning. Like honestly, like they they, they want they want those red bars for their revenue or I should say they want the green bars for the revenue to heavily outweigh the amount of R&D they're spending. And they're not close to that at all yet. So I think it's more fun to think about when finally Meta will actually get profitable doing this sort of work instead of being more of a, like, honestly, kind of like a charitable uh, Do you think they quit? Player. Do you think they'll quit? Ah. Uh... I mean, well, why, why are they doing here's my... this? Is, I, I can't help but think, whenever I hear anyone trash Quest, it's literally carried VR. Because it yeah. brought PC VR to people. It fucking yeah. delivered shit at a, a, a stupid price, which has right. done some bad as well, uh, because people's expectations are all over the place. So... Well, I, I think I think the question... I, I'm, I'm nervous because I think Meta's really... They're wanting to get to that green bar as fast as possible. And they're kind of doing certain things in their their hardware pivots and design to get there faster, even when all of these things are not probably ready yet. And it's because they are such a large company and they, they want to get console numbers out of what they're getting. Yeah. But I want to talk about the one leak that I, I, I think uh, also came out this week. I know we talked a lot, but... The Assassin's Creed Nexus thing. There was um, yeah. it was released that uh, it's almost done, and they're thinking about doing a sequel, and that sequel probably would be multi-platform, not just Quest. But even in that article, um, they said midway through development of this game by Ubisoft, Meta stopped funding uh, wow. this game's development, like midway. So they they didn't even really have to do exclusive for this first title. They just they're basically doing it right now because they're they're already so far in the project and pretty much made it it's for all Quest or kind of thing. Yeah. Right. So Brilliant. I'm thinking like, okay, so Meta is not really excited about the gaming side of things anymore. And you see these pivots. If they're not right about these other use cases right away, like w- will they continue doing like I don't know. It's it's I, I just think it's interesting. Um well, to, to uh, I mean about. If you've ever played poker, you know that there's a strategy where you bet big to try to push the other guys off the table. Uh, but at a certain point, when a, a certain amount of your stacks on the middle of the table, you can't back out. You have to go all in. And uh, I think Meta's getting close to that point now where they've invested so much, they can't really get out. You know, they, they can they can cut costs and start making smaller bets um but uh you know they, they have to bet every time it goes around dude that's 
fucking an excellent way of putting it. To be honest, mm-hmm. you know, if it's a great, like, great analogy. Yeah, gotta say. Yeah, or can, metaphor. You I don't can know see it. Yeah, metaphor. <laughs> I think you can see it. Do you know what I mean? You can see that. Um, I'm just so pleased. Like, there's no real downness on this now, regardless of what anyone outside. Because I, I know they gave a lot of VR headsets to just random tech channels and stuff. You know, outside the community, uh, which is a real shame. Um, whatever they come back with, uh, it's going to do nothing but good for um vr you know that's the main thing suddenly it's going to be a lot of hashtags a lot of interest and i and i can't wait for when things like like what happened on the original where you talk to someone and they're like you can fucking play resident evil 8 in vr (laughs) yeah yeah dude like you just need this fucking headset how much is it it's 500 pounds whatever it is and i know that sounds but when they describe what it does I think that's when people get wowed by stuff and they're like, shit, I need to try that. So I really hope that they do what they did before where they had like demo stations. Um, they did some really good content. They did Resident Evil, Resident Evil 7 was a great one for them to show people because it led to like, not memes then. I don't think memes were really a thing too much back then, but like clips of people hurting themselves, hitting themselves with the, head of the controllers because they think they need to stop seeing and people screaming. And I think with the power of the name of PlayStation, it's going to be... It's going to be big, like in that way. I hope a lot is. of people don't even know that it exists. I ask people randomly all the time, customers, you know, oh, are you excited about the PSVR 2? And they've got a <laughs> PS5 sitting right there. And they're like, I didn't, don't even know that another there's headset no, no came commercials. out. No commercials. Why are there no, no commercials? Yeah, I, I thought, I thought we would see one yesterday. I really did. Yeah, what the heck is up with that? Why aren't they marketing this? They're going to sell it without marketing it? Me- Meta, had, Meta had one. Meta had a commercial during the Super Bowl. I just don't know whether they... I do... I. Uh, is this another stab at another project? You know, is it that? Because they left it seven years. They look, you know, the, but this is so different, really. Like, this has got proper controllers, not move controllers. Like, they they borrowed 10-year-old tech as controllers for PSVR. So it's probably a little bit less in there. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just know that, I, I just hope it does well. I hope it does. I hope it does really well. We'll see some big streamers. Here's what you will see. Some some big you know flash streamers that have millions of subscribers will probably stream some of this stuff guaranteed. Do you yeah, know they're going to stream Resident Evil Eight or they're going to stream GT Seven or you know something, um, and that'll that'll get that'll make people know. Yeah, I hope so. I do. I agree. Let me ask you this: so, Gran Turismo Seven looks absolutely drop dead gorgeous. Like when I see footage from that, I'm like, oh my god! But I know will people buy this for the first time? Buy a PSVR 2, put it on, throw in Gran Turismo 7, get stupid motion sick from a racing game and, <laughs> and return it or put it away and never use it again. Like that was really concerning me that this is such a major title that people are looking forward to um, because driving games get people sick. Well, yeah. And well, and how are people going to react to reprojection? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Wes concern no no i was just gonna say i i really don't think th- these casual gamers that that you're talking about they haven't really marketed to those people yet right now they've pretty much been just marketing to us the, the vr base the people that had psvr before uh you can see it with the games that they've announced and with the way they've gone about it i think we will see a shift from them probably later in the year where where they're going to bring out the returnal vr the the god of war or whatever that it is that they, they haven't shown any of their first party cards yet 
And I think there's multiple reasons for that. First of all, they're letting people get consoles in their hands. They really just hit full production with the console, you know, less than six months ago. And, um, and the second thing, a lot of people say that, uh, they've kind of just been holding their cards while they get this whole Microsoft antitrust thing behind them. Uh, because, um, apparently this, this affects their case somehow if they show, uh, you know, this completely healthy ecosystem and market without call of duty, then it weakens their case. Um, all that's going to get resolved soon. And I think by the end of the year, when they need to compete with meta, we'll start seeing some larger titles and start to see them go after the casuals a little bit more. I was, I was thinking the other day about kind of, you just touched on it and reminded me of it. I do wonder whether they didn't give a lot of access to VR content creators, the PSVR 2, because you're kind of a guaranteed sale. Right. You know, if you go right. after these random, like I Justine, uh, I don't know who this other guy was. There was just people never heard of, never seen him before. <laughs> I know, right? A couple of them I know are tech. They are tech, mobile phones and stuff. It makes sense to go, their audience don't know anything about this. Do you know? And I kind of thought yeah. that was kind of maybe the angle that someone had um, behind that. I don't know. You know? So, makes yeah. sense. It does make, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, it does make sense. Um, but, guys, I've got that's to go That's the two-hour mark. Yeah. That is the two-hour <laughs> mark. That's, that's the, yeah, it's time to go. But thank you to everyone in the chat for being with us like concurrently we've had over 128 people here the whole show which is absolutely insane so thank you ever so much for making our time worth it really appreciate it thank you to all the lads in the chat um as i said next week we've got uh the developer from switchback joining us which would be pretty yeah. cool yeah he's going to be talking I'm- about that yeah, I'm, I'm excited just for that. I don't care about Me hanging too. out with you guys. I just want to, I just want to be there for what him. The, what the? <laughs> what? He says Man. so much shit, doesn't he? He wasn't even going to turn up today. Dude, I'm, I'm, that guy. I'm in love with Tabor. I hope your mash is lumpy, love... dude. I hope your mash is lumpy. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> don't put that on me. Don't you put he, he's, that on He's a smooth and silky mash. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to sing his praises until that Nintendo sweater is in my hands. Ah <laughs> oh, right, you know, I, soon, soon. You know, then you'll I, turn on him. Yeah, <laughs> nice man. I don't like smooth mash. No, no. When I was in America, I saw the smoothest mash. It looked like ice mm. cream, but don't roots. Mm. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Mash loves smooth mash. Uh, oh, I bet yeah. she does. That's it. We're all gone. Thank you ever so much for being here, guys. Take care of yourselves, everyone in chat. See you soon. Bye bye bye.